The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, uh, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent with our weekly Money Spot. And so one of the things that I brought up with Leo Varadkar, Charlie, was the income tax and particularly the frustrations of an awful lot of middle income uh, tax earners or taxpayers feeling that they pay too much money to the taxman. They may be right, but it might be sometimes their own fault, might it be? Yeah, this, it's just extraordinary figures that I got hold of this week through um, uh, Pierce Doherty of Sinn Féin. Um, he, he, he asked a doll question about tax and overpayment of tax. And the figures that came back are just huge, Matt. Absolutely enormous amounts of tax has been overpaid every year. Last year alone, nearly half a million taxpayers overpaid a cumulative 300 million euros. You know, so In when you divide up in income tax, that's just PAYE tax. You divide up your 450,000 taxpayers by the 300 million, it works out at about 660 euros on average. Now, I know averages can be dangerous, but you know there, there's there's a whole load of people who've paid far too much tax last year. And that's just last year. If you go back to the other years, the figures are equally astounding. You know, that kind of money, Matt, would go a long way to, if people claimed it back, it would go a long way to help with the, the cost of living crisis that we're all going through. So, so Charlie, if you say that's the average, that would also imply that for all the people who get it right, those who get it wrong may be paying way more than the average in additional income tax that they don't actually owe. But then that raises the question as to how does that actually happen? Well, yeah, you know, it's a weird one, Matt. You're absolutely right. You know, that's the average and it could be much higher. And if you talk to tax experts, the likes of taxback.com, they'll tell you, look, when they look for a refund and they go through it for people, they come up with a figure of 1,800 in a refund. 1,800, huge amount of money. Yeah, so good question. How does it happen? Well, I suppose people are not claiming all the credits they're entitled to or the reliefs. Now, you know, a lot of those reliefs and credits have been diminished over the last few years, but there's still a few of them out there. And, you know, it could be a home care's credit if you're working at, you know, if you're at home minding a, a child or children or, or an incapacitated person, that's worth 1,600 euros in a tax credit. And a tax credit is just an amount you can earn before you have to pay any tax. It could be because, Matt, that you're not claiming your medical expenses for certain GPs and consultancy consultant visits or for certain dental uh, procedures. And that's worth 20% of the, what you've paid out. You can go back four years in claiming that. It could be that you're on emergency tax, Matt, because, you know, you're a student maybe or you're, you're new to the tax system or you've moved jobs and, you know, your, your wages people don't have the, the correct details for you. It could be that you're not, you, you got married and, you know, you, you could rearrange your tax uh, through that and you're maybe paying too much. Or it could be that you're, you're working at home. A lot of people are, uh, you know, since the pandemic and they're entitled to 10% of the lightning and heating costs. And you can claim that every month if you want to. And you can claim 30% of your broadband costs, you know, which is a big expense for people. So, I mean, that's just some of the ways people are paying or overpaying tax. So the numbers are just extraordinary. And revenue written to 50,000 people to remind them that you may be paying, overpaying your tax here. And they say they're giving back refunds every year. If you go back through the last three years, it's about 1.4 billion euros have been repaid in refunds. But there's still money there. It's there. It's yours. Grab it. Get it if you, if you think it's yours. Check you know on the revenues website, the portal that's used for taxpayers, myaccount.ie. Just go into that, you know, which if you've registered for that, check 
there could be an end of year preliminary statement there telling you that, that you've overpaid tax. So it could be a little bounty there. Bit of good news for once, Matt. Hold on. If the revenue's telling you that you've overpaid tax, why do they tell you? Why do they just send you a cheque back or, or make a, a transfer to your account? Well, you know, I suppose they want you to engage with them and they want you to make sure that they have all the details are correct. So you will need to go into myaccount.ie and verify and update it and make sure everything's correct. Look, if you don't want to do that, ring them. They operate their helplines uh, only until lunchtime during COVID. That happened since COVID and they haven't changed it. But they are very helpful. Give them your PRSI number and, you know, uh, and or else do it online. But you, you, they want you to, to, to verify the information. And I, this, won- I wonder uh, how many people actually are reluctant to do so on the basis that they don't want to engage in detailed conversation with the revenue or if they see a letter coming or if they see a text or an email coming, they wonder, is it actually for real? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You've hit the nail on the head there, Matt. There's a real reluctance to, rega- to engage with revenue. There's a lot of people that are saying, no, I don't want to get involved there. I might get a tax refund, a small one, but um, there could be more money owed. Uh, you know, so, so the, the, um, but these are PAYE workers. We're not talking about people here who are receiving cash. Uh, you know, you know the way there's a reluctance by the self-employed sometimes to engage with revenue because some of them are taking money in cash and they're not paying tax. But, you know, we have to get over this kind of reluctance to engage with revenue. Revenue, if they owe you money, they will give it to you. They will send it to you. But you, you need to, you need to engage with them. And and you know, some people you're definitely right there, Matt. Some people are just don't want to get involved with revenue. They fear revenue. They just think, you know, leave well enough alone. I don't want to get involved with those guys. It won't be good for me. But I think they're probably wrong to have that attitude. Okay, but then I wonder, does everyone actually file a tax return as they're supposed to each year for that very reason that they maybe get a bit confused by it, they find it too onerous? Could that be why they're losing out? I think that could be one of the reasons, and you know, revenue's answer to all of this is, look, file a tax return every year, even if you are a PYE worker. You know, if you have any income coming to you, which is, you're not paying tax on, if it's rental income, or dividend income, or, you know, maybe you're getting pension payments from abroad or something, you need to file a, a tax return. But you're right, Matt, it's an intimidating enough thing to do. Uh, people don't like doing it. And um, you, you can engage an accountant, but you're talking about at least 300 euros to, to do that, maybe more. So, you know, but th- th- that's the way revenue are trying to move the system. They're trying to get you to do all the, the work. It's a self-assessment largely. Uh, you know, they're taking you at your word. Uh, and, and you know, if, 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 if you're owed money, they will pay it to you, though. But, yeah, they're desperate to get people to, to, to file a tax return every year on top of the fact that, you know, that the taxes taken out at source from PAYE workers. There's something else I want to ask you about. Tomorrow, we're going to get news from the European Central Bank about a rise in interest rates, which then will probably be applied by the banks to mortgage interest rates. There's now a suggestion that the first increase might not be a quarter of 1%, could be a half of 1%. How significant would a half of 1% be to people's mortgage bills? You're absolutely right there, Matt. Now, there's a, you know, the, the, the clear indications from the European Central Bank from the president, Christine Lagarde, was that there would be a quarter percent increase announced tomorrow. But it's increasingly now looking like they may even go for a half percent rise tomorrow. It's because the European Central Bank is so, so far behind the other central banks who've all moved interest rates up. This is, um, you know, their failure to act has put pressure on the euro currency, uh, you know, so the, and, and, and the, they're not seen to be kind of 
trying to tackle in, in inflation by by putting up rates as other central banks are doing. Whether it works or not is another matter. But you're absolutely right. If, say, somebody on a €250,000 tracker or variable mortgage, if their rate goes up by a quarter percent, say a quarter percent, that over a year would, would add about €360 Euros to the cost of servicing a €250,000 mortgage. But if it goes up by half a percent, Matt, you're talking about €720 Euros over, over the course of a year. And of course, this will only just be the first in a series of rate rises. There's, there's another rate rise expected in September, could be a half percent as well. And then next year, there could be rate rises as well. So it's set to become expensive for people who are on variables and people on trackers. With a tracker, it's part of your contract. When, when, when the European Central Bank refinance rate moves, you automatically get that passed on to you in, in a month's time. With the variables, it's slightly different, Matt, because the banks here charge a lot for variables anyway, very, very expensive compared to other countries. They can well afford to absorb uh, a, a rate increase. And yeah, but Crowley, will they, in fairness? Well, Eamon Crowley, the, the chief executive of Permanent TSB, have, have said, look, the, his bank will absorb two quarter percent rate rises on the variables because they recognise their variable rate is very, very high. So I think Bank of Ireland has to do the same here because Bank of Ireland's variable rate is 4.5%. 4.5%! Good God, Matt, that's incredibly high. So they can well afford to absorb this. So hopefully a lot of pressure will come on the likes of AIB, Bank of Ireland, and Permo have said they do this anyway. And, and they won't uh, make variable rate customers suffer anymore because they're already paying through the nose for their mortgages. And those people really should be considering fixing while, they, you know, while rates are still very competitive. All right, we'll leave it there. Thanks for joining us at the later time today. Charlie Weston, Personal Finance Editor of the Irish Independent. We'll get you back to your normal quarter to five slot on next Wednesday's programme. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.